It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Bonsoir means good evening in French. Welcome to the rendezvous. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something I usually don't do, but I got a and that happens often actually. But I got a very touching message from a, a listener called Sarah from Chicago uh, that listens to the show and and said very nice things about the show and and what I bring to the table every night. So, Sarah, um, I got your message on my voicemail at 855-905-8255, and uh, I wish you well. You understand. So, uh, if, if you want to do like Sarah, by the way, you can leave a message that if you want me to answer, you just say, Simon, at the end, please answer my question. Or if you just want to say something to me privately, you just use this voicemail of ours, 855-905-8255, and I will acknowledge it when I can on air. So uh, this show uh, is about you relationship, and this is time for you call. Coming up next. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous now. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Carly. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Carly. What's going on? Um, so I met someone... Um, about a month ago via social media that uh -huh. lives in another state. And we've been talking every single day. So he invited me to go to his best friend's wedding with him as his date. Um, and that would be the first time that we were meeting. And so I was really excited. I went and bought a bunch of new dresses and everything. Um, I booked my flight and then about 72 hours before my flight, he said that the bride said that I couldn't come and that, you know, he was really sorry, but that he would come visit me instead in a couple of weeks. And he hasn't yet. But we still talk every day and everything seems normal. And so um, I'm just wondering, like, is this a big red flag? Should I give him, you know, continue to give him another chance? You know, I lost the money for the flight and, he, you know, he, it's not like mm -hmm. he paid me back. So I'm just kind of wondering what your thoughts are. Mm -hmm. um, I have one first question for you. Why would you want to date now that all that happened? A guy who doesn't have the courtesy and the respect for you to A, offer to pay back for all your expenses and two, obviously now, you know, was pretending everything is cool when it's not. So why would you want to invest your effort in a man like this? Right. I know. I mean, I'm not even sure at this point. That's kind of why I'm, I'm calling. Um, but, you know, he's really, really sweet. And he he seems to, you know, think, say that he's Yeah, but sweet is cheap. Yeah. I mean, sweet. <laughs> I mean, it's like sweet means nothing. Sweet, it's free. Sweet, like I said, there's no love without proof of love. I think this guy... It's a phony. I think this guy is not respectful to you, and I don't think you should date him at all. Right. So. Okay. That's up to you, but that's my advice as a friend. I just don't. Um, and another advice is is next time don't accept to go on a first date to somebody else's wedding. There's just too much too soon. I agree. So, I know, but it just seemed so romantic and fun, so I just went ahead and said, like, "Oh yeah, I'll I come. understand." <laughs> no, I understand, Kali. We all make mistakes. That's all right. Listen, you know, lesson learned. Move on. Don't ever see this guy, and, and you'll be in a better position next time, okay? Right. Okay. Thank you so much. I love your You're show. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too.
Have you ever heard the expression, sweet is cheap? Let's talk about the meaning of that expression in the context of relationship next. Have you ever heard the expression, sweet is cheap? Meaning in, in the context of a relationship that sweetness uh, has something to me in the taste of cheap because I believe in, in, in action more than just the words. Everybody can say I love you, anybody can be sweet. But for me, the true mm, revelation is people who say what they do and do what they say, right? Uh, because if you don't do what you say, then sweet is cheap. And I mean it so that, especially for my younger listeners who might be more sensitive to that kind of romantic approach from newer partners, remember that. Judge the person by what they do with you, to you, with you, and, and around you not just by what they say. Because saying sweet things, everybody can do it, it's free. Uh, nice things is free. There's an expression from Public Enemy, it's called don't believe the hype. And I'm going to talk about that next. So in 1988, I heard this album from uh, Public Enemy and there was this song that I really loved called Don't Believe the Hype. And I loved it and then you find it, you know, don't believe the hype in other uh, songs and mixed at the time. And it applies to relationship too because I think the biggest trap, the biggest red flag is to believe the hype. And, I, and also that goes for social media. That goes for all the fakeness, for all the pretending, for all the filters. That's, that's all hype that changes, makes us younger, older, thinner, bigger. Don't believe the hype. Believe how the person makes you feel in the way they treat you with actions, not just words. That's not very romantic, but it's very realistic, by the way. So keep that in mind, please. I don't want anybody to mess with you. Uh, you call the next. Bonjour, Joy. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Joy. So something romantic happened to you. I want to know what, what, what is that about? Yeah, it's, um, I think it's a pretty, pretty cool story. So um, my fiancé, uh, he and I dated years ago, and we went on this first date and uh, about a year later, we uh, split up amicably, but okay. we were just in two different life places. And we, we stayed friends, but then years later, we got back together. And so for our second first date, he remembered all of the things that we did on our first date, and he recreated it down to every last detail. And it just wow. feels so special that we, had, we got to have the same first date twice years apart like everything everything was the same it was i mean it, it it wasn't anything hugely special but we went to the same restaurant and he bought it was a, a byob so he bought the exact same bottle of wine that we wow. had had years ago um you know we walked there and it was the exact same route um he even wore the same outfit <laughs> He remembers really? the outfit he wore. Yeah, yeah, he wore the exact same outfit. And he had saved it. I mean, I guess because men don't shop a lot, but he still had it, and he wore the That's exact true. same outfit. <laughs> How did that make you feel? It was, I think, just the fact that he remembered all of the little details uh, of the night after all those years made me realize that it was, like, I even when we were friends and it had been broken up, that I was still this wonderfully special person to him. It just meant so much. Now, was the ooh-la-la exactly the same, too? 
<laughs> well, uh, the first time was not uh, on the first first date. There wasn't Ulala, but um, the place where we had our first kiss was the same place. The same place Got on the it. walk. Got you. All right. Listen. Thank you so much for for sharing that, Joy. Thank you. Wonderful story, actually. I just reminiscing like that. Thank you, and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Coming up, I am going to go listen to one of my voicemail because Seraphine, a guy, uh, got caught in a difficult situation by his wife, needs my advice. His voicemail is next. If you have a question for me outside the show hours, don't hesitate. 855-905-8255. Leave me a message and I'll play it on the show. Just like for Seraphine's. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Seraphine. Um, I just got a bad situation going on I got caught cheating this past Friday um, on my wife um, we have a two-year-old son and um, I honestly do feel genuinely sorry about the whole situation like um, it was a stupid mistake but I have issues which I have a sex addiction and a, a lying problem which accumulated to her not trusting me and me being unfaithful to her um, I have cut all ties with the person I cheated on her with but um, I just know how much time should I give her and um, what can I do to like fight for me and her and you can, if you could guide me through this please I would really appreciate it Serafin, so, uh, thanks for your voicemail for the honesty of it and I'm going to answer uh, what's my advice next So I got a voicemail from Serafin who got coaching on his wife and then he admits uh, he has a ooh-la-la addiction, he has you know, lying addiction, and he doesn't know what to do now to kind of repair what has happened since they are married and have a two-year-old little girl. So Seraphine, uh, you know, when you mention the word addiction, immediately I think 12 steps, right? Whether it's um, drug addiction, alcoholism, or gambling, or sex. Um, my advice to you is this. Right now, you've caused enough hurt because of this, all those addictions, you have to work on yourself. Just like um, a drug, I'd have to get sober first for a year before the date again. Well, you have to not try to reach out too much to your wife, at least not romantically, but be there for her in every other aspect. And I apologize, but don't try anything romantic with her for at least a year, because you have to work on your addiction. And I believe sex addiction exists, actually. So uh, my advice is to um, look for a group who has the same kind of addiction than you, and then also maybe see a shrink, give yourself a chance to rebound, clean the past, to kiss the future. That's my advice. Good luck to you. You call the next. Bonjour, Nathalie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Nathalie. What's going on with you guys? How can I help you? Oh, okay. Um, I have a very um, sort of embarrassing problem. Um, mm. There's a man that I've been dating for eight months or so, and he's a really lovely man, and he's wonderful in every way. He's just really wonderful, but he has a very bad, uh, I don't know how to say this, stomach problem. He has, like, gas really, really bad, and it's very embarrassing because, you know, we don't really hear it, but you smell it, and it's, it's, it's like, all the time. It's in the car. It's on dates. It's, you know, dinner or lunch with my parents. It's really bad, and he uses their bathroom, and he just absolutely destroys the bathroom, and I don't know how to bring this up to him. I don't know how to tell him because I, I really love him, and I know he loves me, but how do you bring this up to someone? Well, why not just say it like you do? Let's go see a doctor. There's wonderful doctors for those kind of issues. And let's fix that. I think you should. 
either leave the guy or tell him the truth. Right, that's true. I love him very much, and I know he loves me, and, but, but he's, he just has such a problem. I don't know how to approach it. How do you tell somebody? No, like that. Listen, listen, Houston, we have a problem. I said, listen, um, you know, I, I can smell it. And then he's going to say, what do you mean? I said, the gas, I mean, I can smell it. Everybody can. It's like, you know, you're poisoning the air, you're poisoning the relationship, so we've got to do something about it. And he's, I, you know, he's going to say, you know, oh, what do you think about? And then you say, let's go see a doctor. Let's fix this. There's where to fix this. Right. Okay. But, well, I'll definitely try it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just scared of how to, like, how to approach it. But, I but think I should what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? Well, I'm just afraid he might get mad. And what if he does? Do you prefer that things change, or do you prefer to stand in those, this bad smell for the rest of your life? Right, that's true. We, 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 um, my, my family and I just kind of can't stand it anymore, so I will have to say something. But Don't be okay. afraid. You can't <laughs> date you, somebody you're afraid of. Keep that in mind. All right, good that's luck true. to you. Yes. You're most welcome, and have a good night. You too, thank you. Have you ever dated somebody you were afraid to talk to, to be honest with? Let's talk about that next. My last caller, Natalie, you know, she was afraid to talk to her, her partner. He had some stomach problem and so on. And I said, she's like, I said, don't, don't be afraid to tell him how you feel. And I, and I mean that. I don't know if you've ever been in that situation to be with somebody you really love and they love you, but you're afraid to be honest. And I don't mean about cheating or stuff like that. I mean about like something that bothers you than they do. And you're afraid, you know, maybe they're going to get upset. But I'm telling you, and this is the learning, never, never, never be afraid to have a talk with your partner. And if you are afraid, ask yourself, what am I afraid of? Because you can't grow a relationship in fear. Love is not to be afraid. Love is trust. And in the circle of trust, we can talk about anything with respect. So if you're in one of those relationships now, I want you to think about that. Am I dating somebody that I'm kind of afraid to talk to and I'm going to talk to about everything? Let me tell you how I have learned the lesson the hard way. So you don't do like me, you'll do better than me. Next. So you know the mantra, the credit of this show is, is don't do like me, do better than me. That's why I host this show, to, to share my mistakes and, and give you a chance not to make them. So um, in my uh, early 30s, I dated a wonderful girl, but I was so infatuated by her and her charm and her personality and conversation was great. I mean, and she was a neurosurgeon, and, and I was impressed with her intellect. I was, it's I, but she was never available. Always had reason not to meet with me, and I would put up with it, put up with it, because I was afraid to upset her, because I just look up to this extraordinary career she had. And then one day, my therapist told me, he said, you can't go on like this dating somebody that you haven't spoken with. I said, oh, I'm afraid to lose her. And he said to me, you can't be in a loving relationship if you're afraid to talk to them. It's just so, keep that in mind. What needs to be said, needs to be said. And if you are afraid to say it, then call me and we can talk about it. Uh, you call the next. Bonjour, Peyton. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Peyton. What's going on with your boyfriend? How can I help you tonight? Well, my boyfriend and I have been in a relationship for seven years, uh, and it's been great. But every time the topic of marriage comes up, he kind of gets weird and changes the subject and, and won't really talk about it with me. And so I, I'm worried that, that that's a problem or a red flag. And I was just wondering what you think of that. I see. Um, before I tell you what I think, how does that make you feel? 
well, it, it, it hurts. It, and it's confusing because we, we get along great. Our relationship is great. So I, I don't understand why he wouldn't be excited about marrying me and, and want to marry me since everything else seems good. So I, I, it makes me worry. Okay. Uh, you want to marry him, right? Of course. Of course. How old are you now? I'm 29. So you guys met at both 22, 23? Yeah, he's uh, two years older than me, so uh, he's about to be 31. Okay, here's the thing. There is an unspoken between you and him. A conversation needs to happen because what I think is happening, it happens to many young couple, is that they meet in their early 20s and then the women are always so much more mature than the guys when you date the same age. <laughs> And you can see that as it's time to get married, a lot of guys still want to enjoy the, the lightness and the women wants to start families, right, getting married and having kids. So the solution I have for you is to break the unspoken and be brave and say, listen, I want to get married. Do you want to get married? And not like, like pressure him because nothing worse would be that he marries you out of guilt, obligation <laughs> or despair. He has to want to marry you as much as you want to marry him, or it's not the right guy. True. Because I can smell it. There is a huge unspoken, an elephant in the room between you and him. It's that I'm sure he loves you, but I would almost say for certain that this guy is not ready to marry you. Yeah. And you know it. Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've just been, I just, you know, I don't, I don't want that to be the case, but I think I knew that even before you said it. I'm afraid so. But, but listen, even if he doesn't, you better be free and do, you know, bury the past and start to look for a guy who's, you know, and I would give you that, a little older than you, five years is good, because really the same age is so difficult for many couples. Women, you, you guys are so much more mature than us at this age, so much more. So, so let's see what happens. No matter what, remember, don't let him marry you out of pity, guilt, or comfort zone, okay? Okay, thank you, Simon. You are welcome. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thanks, you too. Do you regret or miss your wilder days when you were younger? Do you? We'll talk about that next. Do you regret or miss your wilder days when you were younger? And I mean wilder days when... Remember in your early 20s or even 19 or 18, it's like, go with the flow, you experiment, you go out late at night, you don't sleep, you're never tired, and it's wild. It's like, at, you know, it's like because you're not responsible besides yourself, you know, it's just the time of, of passion, hormones, ooh-la-la, sunset and sunrise, you're never tired. Do you miss those days? So I posted that in, on my social media at Wave Radio, 83% said, yes, I miss my wilder days. 17% said, I regret my wilder days. Interesting. So um, I guess I miss them. <laughs> I miss them, the wilder days. Thank you so much for staying with me tonight. I know it's late, but thank you for spending your late evening with me. Really appreciate it. Et puis bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.